during uh, COVID. Um, uh, hang on a second. During COVID, I gained more weight, as many people did, because I was very inactive and stayed home, all those kinds of things. And so I had to really um, look at my food plan, as well as just not, not eating sugar. And um, by the grace of God, then I have once again lost um, the weight. Um, the miracle, though, um, as I look back in um, one of the gifts of the program, is that um, over these 18 years, I have never gone up to over where I was uh, before. It took 10 years for me to put the weight on very slowly. Um, and this is only because of working the program. I would have, as I had many other times in my life before OA, you know, once I lost that weight, gone right back up again and added some on and, you know, the yo-yo effect, which at the time, in the beginning of my um, experience with OA, I went to the doctor and he said, you'd be much better off just taking off the 20 pounds or so and leak and keeping it off than, it, than you would worrying about getting down to your weight that you were as a, you know, to your ideal weight or whatever. And while I still strive for that, I know that a lot of that has to do with vanity and less with um, good health and good spiritual well-being. So I try to keep that in mind. Um, and plus, during those 10 years, 18 years, I've gone through menopause and a lot of physical changes that have happened in my body. And so I try to just accept that I am where I'm supposed to be, where higher power wants me to be. And then as long as I'm working the program to the best of my ability, things will be okay. And the other blessing that I have is that um, uh, one of the things that I did uh, in the beginning of my um, experience with OA is I looked at diabetes and um, I, I found this list of, of 10 precursors for um, people who get diabetes, of which I had nine. I have a family history of diabetes. I have, um, uh, you know, I've always been overweight. I'm female. Um, I gave birth to a baby more than nine pounds, which I was surprised was one of the, um, the things listed. All of these things. And I had them all. I checked all these things. And I have, I'm not diabetic. I never have been. And um, I, I completely um, credit um, the gifts of the program for that, because um, I was definitely heading in that direction. And like I said, with all those precursors um, uh, working against me, um, there's no way that I would be as healthy as I am now without this program. So those are my physical, my physical um, gifts of working the program. Um, when I first started, I had a different sponsor and, um, finding a sponsor is always hard. Um, but if you don't have one, I, I encourage you to, to continue to seek until you find the right person. Um, the sponsor that I first had was also part of another program. And, uh, so she eventually told me after we had been working together for a while that she, um, wasn't prioritizing OA anymore. So she felt she couldn't be the kind of sponsor she wanted to be. So I looked for another sponsor and the sponsor that I have now I've had for, let's see now over 15 years. And, um, she knows everything there is to know about me because we've gone through the, st the steps several times and she's heard my fourth step you know, all of those times. So she knows everything about my past. She knows everything about my current resentments and how I work on them. And um, she still loves me amazingly. 
And um, I know that if there's ever a problem in my life, I can go to her and she'll give me advice based on spiritual principles and uh, based on love. And uh, gosh, that is a gift so very valuable. And um, I am so, so very thankful for that. Um, before I started, I, as I mentioned earlier, I was very resentful. My marriage was suffering. Um, I had a young child and a job and my husband was starting a business and, you know, so he wasn't making much money. All that pressure was on me and I was nothing but a big ball of resentment about it. I had no friends, you know, I had work, work related acquaintances, but I really didn't have friends. And um, so I remember my husband and I went into therapy at the time and the, the therapist said to me, well, Marilyn, what do you do for yourself? And I, it took me 15 minutes to come up with anything. And the best thing I could come up with was I take hot showers sometimes, long hot showers sometimes. So, I mean, I clearly needed program and um, program made me stop and take time for myself. Just going to meetings was a gift that I gave to myself. And, you know, as I continued to work the program, get a sponsor, work the steps, I worked through all those things. And another gift of program for me was that um, I learned how to listen. Um, when you go to meetings and you listen to people and you're not allowed to crosstalk, you learn that sometimes it's important just to listen. And I remember thinking to myself at that time, if I can listen to people that I barely know, respectfully and with love at all the meetings I go to, then I can listen respectfully and with love to my husband without crosstalk, without talking back to him. And that changed my life. It changed my marriage and saved my marriage. And I feel like um, program is, is really, um, you know, the, the reason, because I learned that. And um, that, you know, I, I'm still married, happily married today, and uh, wouldn't have been if it wasn't for program. So those are, those are you know, um, just a few of the basic examples of uh, how program has worked in my life. So what I usually do, just the way I work my program now, is um, I use the, um, the AEIOU method of 10th step. Um, and for those who don't know that, know how that works. Um, A is abstinence. E is exercise. I is what do I do for myself? O is what do I do for others? And U is what do I do for my understanding of God, of higher power? And um, every day, well, and I wish I could say I'm 100% consistent on this, but I'm not but I do work the program as best I can. Um, so my, uh, my, my goal each day is that at the end of the day, I, I um, email my sponsor with my AEIOUs. Absence, I tell her what I've been eating. I tell her how much I've exercised that day. I tell her what I did for myself. And some days I leave a question mark because I don't, can't even figure it out. But some days it's things like, you know, I gave myself a facial. I went to have a manicure. Um, uh, I spent a little extra time with my son watching movies or those kinds of things. Um, always what I did for others. So it may be things like um, I, I took my sponsee calls. 
or I made an outreach call, or I worked on my intergroup um, committee work, uh, those kinds of things. And you is understanding. So I write, um, you know, I, I read today, I read, I read the four today, I wrote on it, I um, prayed and meditated. And then I also give my gratitudes each day. And I also, um, if I have a particular resentment that I'm working on, I share that with my sponsor. Um, so um, that's my my daily thing. It, it, and once you do it a lot, it, it, it doesn't amount to that much time every day. Just sometimes I have to remember to do it. Sometimes I just go to bed and I think, oh, I forgot to do my my AEIOU. But most, the, most days I do it. Um, so that means I have to be accountable for everything that I eat because I, you know, tell her what my abstinent was that day as well. And so that's um, how I work the 10th step every day. Um, the 12th step, of course, is service um, to others, how we um, uh, pass along our, our gift of uh, 12 steps. And um, I feel that I always need to be doing some type of service. Um, just coming to meetings is the basic level of service. Um, and if anyone asks to, me to do something like speak at a meeting, I try to um, say yes whenever possible. Um, being a sponsor is being of service to other people. I have three sponsees. And um, uh, then, of course, I, I work on my intergroup. I've been a member of the intergroup for many years. Um, currently, I'm the special events coordinator, so I'm the one who puts together the special events as, as much as I can. Um, and, uh, you know, I feel that that really helps me just to keep in touch. It, you know, it, it's not only a matter of uh, helping me with my own recovery, but it's also a matter of the incredible help that I get from the bonding that I do with my fellows. Um, just being able to work together and be working on a project together and getting to know one another, that's, that's so very important to me. And so I, I very much encourage anyone to, um, you know, take on a sponsor or, or take on um, some type of service position if you don't have one currently. Um, the way I sponsor is exactly the way um, I work with my sponsor, and that is uh, the daily uh, emails or texts that I mentioned. I ask my sponsees to do that for me daily with their food. And if they, they don't all do the AEIOU method, they can do it however they want to do it. It's their program. But they, I do expect a, a certain amount of daily communication. And then uh, once a week, I have uh, appointments, uh, not only with my sponsor to talk to her once a week, uh, and we talk about uh, program things, uh, step work, that kind of thing. Um, and my sponsees, I also have appointments to talk with my sponsees once a week. And we can talk anywhere from 10 minutes to 45 minutes or an hour, depending upon um, what the needs are. So that also helps keep me in touch and keeps me, um, you know, um, connected uh, with my sponsors, my sponsee, uh, my sponsees, my sponsor and, and other other members and making outreach calls also um, is important. Um, so that's basically um, how I work the program. Um, just to give you a little bit more about, you know, where I was and how I, um, I guess, how my disease progressed in my life. Um, I basically had a had a very um, a very nice childhood. I don't have any, 
uh, traumas to discuss about about how it began. Um, I did my father did pass away when I was 17. So that was traumatic. But by that time, my um, compulsive eating behaviors were pretty well um, installed, I guess you'd say. Um, I, I grew up as the youngest of five children. And we were just um, you know, regular working class people. My dad was a, a, a post office worker and my mother was a secretary. So, you know, we got along fine, but it, we didn't have anything extra. And having three teenage brothers and an, and an older sister when I was six or seven um, sort of taught me that if there's something to eat in the house, eat it now, eat it fast and eat as much as you can, because the teenage boys would definitely have it devoured it within, you know, um, a short time, especially if it was something sweet. Um, so that's where I, when I learned. Um, and that's, I think that the eating behaviors that got installed in me very young, um, eat, eat, eat fast, eat as much as you can and um, eat it till it's gone because it won't be there later. Um, not that we felt like there wasn't going to be any food, but just that, you know, that was kind of the way it was day to day. And um, of course, that behavior stuck with me, even though it wasn't necessary anymore. Because, you know, my brothers um, went to college, got married, got out of the house. They weren't there anymore to, to um, create that dynamic, but my behaviors remained. So I had some trouble with my weight, obviously. And um, the other thing uh, in my life was I, I wanted to be an actress more than anything in the world. And I, I went to college and majored in theater. And of course, when you're um, putting yourself on the stage, you have a um, you know dysmorphic view of what your body is like. 15 and minutes. You have thank five you. minutes left. Thanks. Thank you. I'll wrap up. So anyway, I had a lot of issues around um, a distorted view of my body um, because of what, where, where I was in the, the, the vocation that I chose. So um, that helped to contribute to my, um, my difficulties, my emotional difficulties surrounding what I ate and how I ate. So um, once I came to program, my life had changed somewhat in that, you know, I, I, I'm more of a teacher now. I haven't performed very much recently. I, I teach performing arts. Um, but um, so that, that pressure isn't on me, but I still had that dynamic until I worked through it. And um, also part of my program was um, looking back at my life and understanding how all those pieces fit together to, um, to make me who I was as a compulsive overeater. And um, I never looked at it that way until um, joining program, how the, those extra five or 10 pounds, I blamed that for everything, every failure. If I didn't get a role I wanted, it was because I was overweight. If I didn't get a boyfriend that I wanted, it was because I was overweight. And I realized having done the work, the step work and everything, that's a great excuse, isn't it? For everything. And it, it kept me from really looking at what it is it that I really need to look at to stop blaming the weight and really get to um, what's underneath that. And again, program has helped me with that. I have much more um, peace about myself, my body, the way I eat, and all of those things. And um, it's only because I, I work the program to the best of my ability.
So um, I'm going to wrap up now. And uh, thank you all for your kind attention and wish you all a very happy holiday season and a prosperous new year. And thank you for letting me be of service today.